0: and welcome back to another episode of three dads and a console we know not every dad can stay up to date on the latest and greatest in video game news that you need to know about so we are here to do it for you this show is kid friendly so no earmuffs are needed now on with the show i'm one of your hosts wobble plays alongside as always
1: court lalon hello court Hey, Waba, I think we might near your muffs though.
0: (laughs) It's funny, though. Out of the corner of the eye, whenever I say you need to know about, I can see both of you point at the camera. And it makes me a little anxious, but, you know, we keep on rolling.
1: So speaking of, so before we started this, I I get into some dad stuff here. So I dealt with um, a temper tantrum tonight. Today was first day of school for my daughter uh, for grade one. Um, I know she had a day like mm. one of her best friends was playing with her cousin instead of her at recess. so I know she was upset about it. And my wife and her were reading tonight and my wife corrected her. She was like, she thought a D was, a B was a D and vice versa. And my wife was like, no, that's, here's the letter. She got mad at my wife and gave attitude. My wife gave attitude right back um and so then there an argument ensued so then my daughter started hyperventilating and started getting upset and then she doesn't get her cuddle time and we're like just go to bed and she started getting more upset and then she had to apologize so i just put my kid to bed upset and i feel terrible like i calmed her down I, i i stayed in the room i was like i i'm not giving you cuddle time like you you got mad at mommy and i'm walking out but it's so hard not to just go back in there it's so hard
0: I, I don't that's like my wife is like that surprisingly i'm like well like see ya and that's it but i don't know well, i can see you being
1: heartless that's fine
0: well no it's just because it's, you do like kingdom hearts right I, <laughs> fair i don't know i i, I don't want to set an expectation you know it's like oh well you can mess up and then like no i got it don't know.
1: i because, didn't set well, an expectation yeah. i told her i wasn't going to cuddle i i said i'm going to stay until you stop hyperventilating and then I'll leave. I just knew she had a bad day, so I was like, "Did I'm thinking in my head, did we compound it to make it worse mm. by raising our voices? Like, we didn't yell. She's like, well, I, I'm like, well, we didn't yell at you. You yelled at us. Yeah, to and be fair, it
0: was a little bummer that she got upset over.
1: It's was a little yeah, bummer. It, it was in nothing to get it upset over. It wasn't a over. big bummer. No. And just, mm, so tough. Man, Kids are kids are an enigma. Exactly. Hey,
0: speaking of spelling, the B with the D, we are here with Pez. The big P. You're on mute.
2: I don't know how to take that. Uh, Sorry, I was (laughs) was live tweeting uh, that the show is live right now on YouTube.com slash three dads on a console. I don't know how to take that right now, so I'm just going to take it as a compliment. Uh, Hi, my name is Paz. I got the B to the D, baby.
0: You can use that one. I won't charge you. All right. Done. Done and done. Mm -hmm. So, boy, do we have a show for you folks. You find folks who are listening or watching us, as uh, Pez said, on YouTube.com slash three dads in a console. The first topic of the day is going to be a game that our old friend Pez reviewed. Um, He actually has a video on our channel. Definitely check it out because it's uh, got a lot of good information. It's like 10 minutes long. So if you don't have it, check it out. But he's going to give you the scoop. And Pez, take it away.
2: So, um... (laughs) First off, uh, thank you, Konami, for the code. Uh, I reviewed the Kawabunga collection. I know, Court, you have purchased it. And please jump in with any disdain. I am pretty upset because I Nick I named the review of the Kawabunga Collection Shell Shocked. But today, you know what I called it in our tweet? The Kawabunga's Collection. And it's such wow, a that great was good name. Let's it's go. It's such a great name, and I didn't have the foresight of like a week ago to, to post that so for those that don't know first off youtube.com slash uh three dads on a console we have been putting up a ton of reviews ton of reviews court did a review on the last of us i just did the cowbunga on embargo date by the way
1: we're uh, getting yeah. reviews
2: on embargoes day and date baby <laughs> not even early Get hey early. i'm gonna
1: platinum the last of us tomorrow it's gonna happen you
2: getting them early. So seriously, head over to the channel. Uh, we've gotten some more uh, subscribers, so thank you for being part of the channel. Uh, but we, uh, I sat down with the Cowabunga Collection. For those that don't know, I'm going to keep it short, going to keep it brief. It is like 14 uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games that were all made by Konami. Uh, it is the arcade game, the 91 arcade game, Turtles in Time, uh, the arcade game, the NES game, which is still ridiculously hard. Konami. seriously why my uh, friend of the
1: show john uh, Bertrand, he finished it i saw it on twitter he finished the game he? the other day
2: what's psycho good on him what's psychopath uh ninja turtles 2 the arcade game for nes ninja turtles 3 the manhattan project uh turtles in time for snes the, the manhattan project yeah let it go ninja <laughs> what, turtles 3 get the manhattan project <laughs> they have the codes or something. they have like, the codes We have the codes. Uh, The only, the first NES, uh, the first Genesis game for the Ninja Turtles, the Hyperstone heist, three Game Boy games and three versions of Tournament Fighters. That is the complete package. I spent about two to three hours playing everything, played through the arcade game, uh, just because it's my favorite Ninja Turtles game. Um, It is a good collection. There is a museum. It's called the Turtles Lair. So there are every game box. uh, You can switch between the uh, North American and Japanese versions of a game, uh, every game. So there is in the Turtles Lair, there is the uh, there's music. There are like comic book uh, comic book covers. There are stills from the TV show. There is game boxes, all the game manuals. Uh, It's pretty neat. There's some like concept art, all this stuff. It's pretty cool. There's like even like press releases from 1988. Very neat. The problem I had with this game, with this collection is it's $40 USD. So what's that like 50 bucks Canadian? 55. 55 Canadian. Uh, The number sounds good. 14 games sounds awesome. Here's the thing. You're going to play the arcade game. You're going to play Turtles in Time. Uh, you may dabble in the NES games. You may play, uh, you may play turtles in time on SNES, but why would you, if you can play the actual arcade version, you're not going to play the game boy games. And if you do, you're going to play them once and be like, Oh, they're game boy games. It's fine. And you're not going to play tournament fighters because all three of those games are not very good. So there are, are a handful of games that you're going to play and maybe one or two, you're going to replay. It's probably going to be the arcade cabinet ones. Um, there's online functionality for a couple of them. I was only able to find one room in the in the ninety-one arcade game and zero rooms in uh Turtles in Time. Uh I don't I don't recommend it at full price because I don't think you're actually gonna get $40 of a game. It's a cool nostalgic trip if you're a big Turtles fan. But other than that, and honestly, I would get them I would get a physical version. If you're that much of a Turtles fan, get a physical version because digitally the never go back to this. Yeah, Get, get a I, collection.
1: I have to agree with Pez. I played the arcade game. Uh finished that. I played the NES for nostalgia purposes. Remembered why this game is just too hard for no reason. Um, which a lot of video games were back. I tried a couple of the other ones. So I was like, oh, okay. I'll, I'll try them all out. I think their biggest misstep here was this is a $25 game. Yeah. This is a... Or, you know... Yeah, twenty five dollar game. I think this game should have been released with Shredder's Revenge. Yes, I think you should they have got both edition. Yeah, I think it would have been it would have made way more sense to have a collection, and then your value is there. You are you're getting a brand new something of the game that you already know because Shredder's Revenge is is literally just the arcade game but done brand new. Um, and then you get these games, and you wouldn't feel like it's bungus to use a word that or cowabungus. Because after playing it, I I felt that I I downloaded it out of nostalgia sake. I'm a huge Ninja Turtles fan. Um, I'm literally re- reading reading right now the Last Ronin. Um, oh, it's yeah. very good, very good, um, very very good. I know who the Last Ronin is now, and I was very very shocked to find me out too. who it was. I really was. Um, but the game just didn't. All it did was nostalgia. It didn't do anything else for me. It didn't. There was no replayability for me. If that makes any sense. I didn't need to go back. I also at the originally thought I was like, oh, this is something I can play with my daughter. No, Shredder's Revenge is something I can play with my daughter. The Nope. This is not something to come back into.
2: Yeah, so Shredder's Revenge, A, is cheaper. Uh, B, if you have Game Pass, it's included in your Game Pass subscription. Uh, and C, it gives you what the arcade game, uh, what the 91 arcade game and Turtles in Time gives you, only modernized. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, what's the point of me? Uh, Unless it's like, okay, I want to go back and play Turtles in Time and fight Metalhead and um, the Rat King and whatever. But like, after you do that, why do you go back to play as Michelangelo instead of Donatello? Like, you can go into uh, Shredder's Revenge and do that and level these characters up and unlock Casey Jones and play with all these guys. So um yeah i don't i don't recommend it unless you are getting like the limited run physical version uh, of which gentlemen i did purchase the physical version of shredder's revenge so when it gets here it'll go up on the shelf Good. um if you're not gonna get the cowabunga collection physical version don't bother wait till it's on sale wait till it's on sale i cannot recommend it at full price plain and simple i've been telling everybody i know don't do not get it at full price that's I'm gonna have to. I'm just
1: agreeing with Pez 100 on this. I just, I just feel like if you're a huge Turtles fan, obviously you're gonna get this. Like it's, it's, you're gonna get it. But I just don't see repayability on the game. Like I just, I don't there see it. There isn't
2: any. Honestly, there is, there isn't any. Because again, what happens when you beat the 91 arcade game? You're done. Well, it's the biggest
0: appeal of those games was you had to feed coins and it was so challenging and you kept going back. Maybe you'd make it past the first No, level. that wasn't
1: the appeal, Waba. It was just because the game looked better than what we were playing. As, as a person that was old enough... To play it in the arcade, it looked better than the NES. I that played game, it
0: at Charles Entertainment. Cheese. I played the old Konami X Men, the old Konami Turtles. Yes, but Whoa. when
1: those games originally came out, the, the all we had was the NES. With Turtles, mm. the arcade game came out. It was still NES generation. Oh. Super yeah, Nintendo. It was-, it was just about to come out. So Super Nintendo came out maybe like a year later after the arcade dropped. So for that it was like, oh my God. But arcade games are made for one thing and one thing only. So you die and you pump in quarters.
0: Yeah. I actually I actually got to play a Turtles arcade game. It was like the newer versions. I took my daughter to Charles Entertainment Cheese for the first time on Monday. Chucky Cheese for for the layman. (laughs) And that child could not wonder where you're going with this. Stopped she was a fiend. She was taking the card pressing it against the dollar thing, but it, remind, it it's funny that we were talking about Turtles because, you know, that game, she lost interest in 16 seconds. Couldn't get past the first area. Chose not to get past and walked away. So Dang, she, I, don't know if she, I don't know if she would have done that with the old Konami, <laughs> the old, uh, the old well, one. But.
2: And also, it, when the first game came out, it was like the heyday of side-scrolling beat-em-up games. Ninja Turtles... X Men, The Simpsons, but even like Captain America, The Avengers. There was a There was a Spider Man uh, side scrolling and beat 'em up. Like that was in the heyday of side scrolling beat 'em up games, and that's what people remember it for. So there's great nostalgia for all for both arcade games. It should they're not worth they're not worth twenty bucks a piece. That's it.
0: Heard it here first. So if you want to see the full review, go check out the YouTube video that Pez put together. Very, very, very well done. And it has gameplay so you can actually see, you know.
2: Cowabungus. It, you know, the- <laughs> yep. Bungus. <laughs> I will say, there. I mean, I did get the little nostalgic tickle of playing through like the Game Boy games, like the Fall of the Foot Clan. Like just the sounds. You're like, oh, yeah, this is like what my Game Boy sounded like. But 20 minutes into it, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Uh yeah, this is a Game Boy game. I'm done. Am I gonna play the other ones? No. In my review, I lumped them all together. It was like they're Game Boy games. Next. I mean Do Game Boy games hold up? Only one. In this you know what game match. is good?
1: Disney Dreamlight Valley.
2: Yes. Really? I forgot to are mention get, I've been playing it. Are we been getting playing with a week a Daddy in me review of Disney Dreamland Valley. Uh I never got it ahead of time. I guess it's
1: in it's not full. It's is not, it full? It's not no, a full game right now. They're not they're not yet. calling it a game yet. I could talk about it each week. I, I'm we're we're enjoying it.
0: I could um, bring Queen on one week and she'll talk about it. I just bought it for her. Of course, you needed a fifty dollars version
1: because you know
0: collectibles. Well, but to be told last, there
1: it is Animal Crossing with Disney characters, and so I do have to read it to my daughter to for her to understand because there isn't the voice actor, um, which is. To me, it was I mean, like a little bit. Tim Allen to be Woody for a. I was, I was actually surprised Disney didn't do that because they're usually very good at this. But there's a ton of replayability. Um, she loves the fact that she continues to get outfits. Like every two seconds, you're getting a new outfit. Um, you
0: get a free uh, donut ears if you log in
1: before the 13th. I've already logged in. I've been. Playing. And you
0: get like a pet or something.
1: No, I it's, think it's cool
0: that they're doing things like that right now because it's supposed it's to be free very to good. play next year.
1: It's very fun. I'm having, or I'm having a great time playing with her and this is a game where she just wants to go back and she's just like, almost like we as you and I do with MLB the Show, she just wants to go out and play for like a half an hour in the morning do her <laughs> little thing and then walk away and then when she gets home from school, she plays in another little half an hour and she's like, okay, I did my thing It's 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 done very well and I think Disney is going to have a hit on its hands with this game It, it Streamers like, seem to be doing very well with it. It seems to be it, doing very well on stream.
2: It, it sounds like uh Exactly what you said. It sounds like Disney Animal Crossing. Get in, get there for a half hour, and then call it.
0: Yeah, there's uh I mean there's a lot of channels doing work I, on this. I can
1: and for, for our listeners out there, Outright Games just dropped another game on Game Pass. So uh, DC Super Pets is now available on Game Yo. Pass. So go out there and go play it. Like this is it's honestly for our listeners and they got the kids. Game Pass is, is literally the ultimate decision. Question it, it right now. It, there's no question. You, there's Disney Dreamlight Valley's on Game Pass. You don't have to buy it. It's there, and they have all the outright games. Like, come on now. It's becoming that thing we kept saying. If someone just makes something for kids, Game Pass is made for kids. It's yep. got the kids games. It's got the dads games. It's the perfect parents.
0: But does it have bug Service. snacks?
1: doesn't it? No, I think it's no. It, now, no, no? who cares?
0: But it, there, is a, there is a game that in the future might not be on PlayStation and will be on Xbox. And These that facts. game is Cod. Not the fish. The duty. Call Cod, of Duty. Cod of been the re-
2: wild angler edition.
0: <laughs> Court, I've been marinating that segue since
2: since seven. Honestly, before. it's it's pretty been, well done. It's been wab- what is, I do. It's been a Wabba's transition crockpot just stewing.
0: I, I will say if I'm I'm if I'm not doing anything, I am getting better at shifting topics. So, um, Waba, sometimes.
2: Um, you know when you mentioned Disney paying for voice actors for like uh Buzz Lightyear, in my head I started laughing because I pictured Disney just like paying a guy. He's like, "Hey, it's me Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Welcome to the Magic Kingdom." He sounds nothing like Tim <laughs> Allen. And I I thought it was so funny. I just started laughing. <laughs>
0: Can we do that like, for every like stitches there a Stitch like barely? Hey, what's up? I'm Stitch. Hey,
2: hey it's well, me, is, Stitch.
1: Is it, isn't isn't uh, Buzz Lightyear now Chris Evans, so technically he's from Boston?
2: Yeah, he's like, hey, is where's it? my Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> <laughs> I need my sausage, egg, and cheese, my guy. I was just leaving out some <laughs> choice uh, words from the area. But <laughs> yeah, we're not using the game awards words on, on
0: YouTube. <laughs> yeah, for, we'll, save, um, we'll save that for Game Pass. We'll save that for Call of Duty, which... Um, so there's an game article at. They have a lot of game awards from that <laughs> one. Um, Call of Duty, um, as folks know, it was part of the um, Activision Blizzard acquisition from Xbox, and Phil Spencer kept saying that we're going to honor the agreements. You know, we want to make sure that players can be able to play this, and they're going to be on both consoles, um, at least for the
1: foreseeable future. And he's um, not lying. Let, he's not lying. Everything he said is today. true. Exactly, he's not lying.
0: And then Jim Ryan. Um what what's his t- is he president of PlayStation CEO uh, you know PlayStation. CEO PlayStation PlayStation so I I read Continue. the Doesn't matter. Part. um he basically comes out and says uh I'm going to air all our dirty laundry which isn't even that dirty um, because I'm just kind of bent about what's
1: going well, on. Well, no, he, he did it because he's saying that he's doing it now because Phil made that statement last week saying, hey, we're going to continue to honor and we're going to let everything he be is. on all consoles."
0: It, it makes no sense. And you know I'm on the Sony side typically. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. So Jim Ryan's so, like, oh, by the way, they're only going to do it so for three years.
1: I quote what he said. I hadn't intended to comment on what I had understood to be a private business decision, but I feel I need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer brought it into the public forum. It's been in the public forum the whole darn time. He just chose now because it's obviously they're not winning. Let's be real. I made this comment before both of these companies only care about money. And that's, and so they should, this is yes. capital and it's business. That's what they should be doing. I'm sorry. If anybody thinks differently, it doesn't make any sense. They're not in business to not make money. Um, Jim Ryan is saying what he thinks is going to sway the public opinion and and get people behind. But what he says ends up making him look like a little whiny and honestly, very hypocritical. So it says Microsoft has only offered Call of Duty to remain on the PlayStation for three years after the current agreement. So uh, that turns out to be five years. So they have two more years left on their deal plus three between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, so he even says it in his statement that because they've had Call of Duty on PlayStation like they've been getting all the DLCs and stuff, the proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take into account the impact on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers to continue to have a higher quality of Call of Duty experience and Microsoft's proposal undermines that principle. Well, first off, Jim Ryan, you know, as a person who has both consoles, I don't care. But at the same time, then let everybody play Final Fantasy. Yes! Sorry. Let everybody, the fact that everybody is only getting Persona now, the, how many years has Persona been only on Sony consoles? What about Kingdom Hearts when it finally just came to Xbox? How many years was that only on Sony? I think Jim Ryan needs to understand when you're saying something and you're trying to sway for public opinion, don't say things like this. Because you, you're you literally saying something that you've been practicing. You just raised the price on your consoles and everywhere besides the United States. And it's already been coming out. There's been all these videos coming out because there's a new PlayStation model. The, the 1200, I guess it is. The PlayStation 5. And it ends up being lighter and has less components. And according to all the YouTubers that have been taking this thing apart, they're saying this thing should cost less. So you have a new console. You have this PlayStation 5 that has a new model. It looks like it probably costs less. You actually end up charging more. We already know what happened with the Apple thing, which is obviously a common thing, but with the whole cross-platform, they were charging all these developers that they wanted to do it. They didn't say to developers, it's just a simple flip of the switch. They were like, no, to the developer, you need to pay us a lot of money. They also wanted people to go through their store. All this kind of things, which totally makes sense. But to come out and do this, to me, is extremely hypocritical. But I know what he's trying to do. He is trying to sway because they are trying to block this because it is not in Sony's interest to have Xbox gain more because right now, and let's be real, Sony's number one. And when Sony tries to, all I've seen through this whole thing is Sony trying to act like they're not number one. They are because Microsoft is finally doing what Sony has been doing for years. And they don't like it when someone else does it.
0: I i think it's so silly that he came out and said this because he's like basically like okay i don't i don't have an xbox i frankly don't really like a lot all the exclusives but it's funny that like he's saying like oh phil spencer comes out as like you know i'm all about the gamers and then they're basically pulling call of duty for us which will have a negative impact on our console sales that's how commerce works my guy jimbo you're a smart guy This isn't your first rodeo. The reason why people buy other things is to keep their competitors from having it. It makes no sense. And it's not a monopoly. Because frankly, Sony has the better first party studios. Then guess what? They don't get to play on Xbox. It makes no sense. Like, the dude is literally complaining about things that normal companies do, including his own. Like, get over it. You lost. You didn't have enough money. Or you didn't make the decision. Or you chose not to do that. Meanwhile sony had exclusive content with call of duty for like years and guess what nobody complained and now you're coming out like it it makes you look silly my guy focus on what you have instead of what you don't and then you can actually like impact change that way instead of trying to block like a multi-million dollar deal that frankly is above his head it's with the lawyers and the finance guys of not your company. <laughs> like, what he says, they're not going to be like, Phil Spencer's not going to be like, you know what? Jimmy said that, uh, you know, people aren't going to buy PlayStation. So, you know what? You, you can just have Call of Duty forever. I know we spent all that money, but like, don't worry. We'll release it on both consoles. What do you think is going to happen? And by the way, don't even get me started on the... Oh. It's, it's, it's so, I don't know. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. I dislike that he came out and said that. It makes it look silly. And as a PlayStation fan, I
1: don't, <laughs> I don't want that stigma <laughs> with the people who play PlayStation. Yeah, isn't Street Fighter only on PlayStation? Final Fantasy, these are not even their studios, but oh, they yeah, block so, them from yeah, anybody Sony else. Sony so, you know. Anyways, I'm you know, going to say this right now, at, Pez. At there's the
2: clip. Waba's whole rant there, there it is. that's the short. Very, uh, it's very rare we get a Waba plays rant.
1: Be- it was very good. Thank you. I, I've,
0: it's been marinating since I saw that silly thing. I had to do a double take because at first I'm like, oh, well, Phil Spencer's obviously lying. No, he's saying things that are fact and true and known. He's just and Jim way,
1: trying to illuminate it. The thing, the way, the way it comes across to me is Phil obviously left things for interpretation when he said it. And then Jim Ryan just comes across like a whiny little baby. That's all.
0: Pez, I take? watch too much drama videos. OK, my wife does. She shares them with me. The fact that he thinks this is a gotcha oh, moment God. is silly. It's silly. And I plus, I watch it too. Like, there's too much... Like, y- you're not... You are the drama, Jim Ryan,
1: as they say. I'm surprised he didn't send out an email and say, you know, and I have a cat again. <laughs> I, yeah,
0: I don't know. It's, it makes no sense, and frankly, I don't know what the deals were in place with Sony, but if I'm Xbox... Like, don't you think they could afford getting sued about just pulling Call of Duty and not honoring those agreements? They'd probably make it up in sales 10 times over. I just So the fact that they're honoring that agreement, Sony should be thankful that they're not just telling them to go kick rocks and just pay the fines or pay the legal fees or just settle.
2: True. Well, and here's the thing. We've already mentioned it, but who has the biggest... Uh, gamer share in the market. PlayStation, right? So, if Jim Ryan, the head of uh, Sony Interactive, comes out and he's like, guys, can you believe what this bozo is doing to us? We need to storm the gates. All of us, all of us need to go storm the gates and say, oh, this is wrong and get this overturned. It's exactly what he's trying to do. He's trying to get all the Sony, uh, all the Sony only gamers, only Sony fans, uh, to, uh, you know, make a big stink on social media. So then all of a sudden Xbox changes, changes their position. Uh, but everything you guys said is correct. There is no difference. Uh, you know, there's no difference than if, I don't know, let's say Sony buys, let's say Sony bought, buys Bungie, which they did. And Bungie all of a sudden is like, we're not gonna, we're not going to put destiny on Xbox. That's how it goes. Dudes, you know, like I want to be like Jim Ryan, that's how this works. You've been doing this for 30 years, dude. Like, you've been doing this forever. Uh, so I don't know. He's getting a taste of his own medicine, kind of like Court said, he's getting a taste of his own medicine. He doesn't like it, and he he's not supposed to like it. No, he's supposed, he's supposed He'd be to be doing out the same with- thing. Let's be honest here if Sony had the money
1: and they bought Call of Duty. They'd be like, we'd be honoring the rest of our deals because financially that makes sense, and they would go to them and say, "Hey, what are you going to pay us to continue this deal?" Yeah, and I'm sure Phil's going to keep going back and going, "What are you going to pay me to do this deal?" Yeah. Oh, we're so Bobby in the in the chat. So I'm sorry. So how's the Disney Princess stuff going, court? The Disney Princess, Carolina, it's going great. No, we get that, Bobby. We're just, we're just looking at the the long terms of what Sony's done in the past compared to what is happening here. It's just very hypocritical on both. Like this is just business, but it's just like it almost feels like what that was trying to happen here is he was trying to sway public's opinion here. And I, I think it backfired on him on this one. And I get it; like he's trying to swing. It's he's they're in the final countdown right now of this acquisition. And if you're Sony, you don't want this to happen. You don't want this to happen. Call of Duty is one of the biggest games in the world. It, it is not about the the what of av- the rest of Activision Blizzard. They don't care. This is only about Call of Duty. They yeah. don't care about anything else. That's why PlayStation yeah. only keeps talking about Call of Duty because it's one of the biggest games in the world.
0: You know what they should be talking about? Not Call of Duty. Get people to forget about it. Now he just did the best marketing thing for Xbox, which is to let everybody know that it's only going to be on Xbox in three years, so enjoy that exclusive. Like, dude, you're calling attention. Like,
2: Well, until... until. Also, I think there's a little politicking here, because until the uh, the acquisition goes through, all exactly, of this is going... Is going uh, is is up in the air. So, like, like uh, Robbie says, like the SEC could be like, you know what? Now three years is too short. You have to make it ten. Exactly. And whatever. And I and think I think Xbox will. Jim
1: Ryan. <laughs> I I honestly think if you're doing business in your Xbox, you want the game on PlayStation, regardless. Like one hundred percent. Oh. But 100%. you're gonna make them pay for it. Yes. Because they've bent you over for years and years, and that's business. Because everybody takes everything personally. Yeah. You, as, you just look at Twitter today. Like everybody's losing their mind over it. This is just consoles. Who
2: cares? As as Play gamers, video gamers, as gamers, we should want every game on every console. Uh so 100%. in a way I'm okay with uh, like I'm glad Jim Ryan said something, but I don't I don't feel like he's the right one to do it. I don't know. I can't I don't think I can like <laughs>
1: I think it would be funny Probably if Shuhei said 20. something like this and he did it in the shoe way. Mm. I think I'd be okay with it. But I think it, I think it's just anytime Jim Ryan talks sometimes I'm just like man, you're not as good as the rest of them that have been in your shoes and and it's funny, I'm not a Call of Duty player, so I am not their marketplace. I couldn't care less. I haven't played right. a Call of Duty in like 5 years. I just don't care. It's just not my game. But if you're going to do this, you I thought he would be smarter. I just, I, I don't know. I feel like he does a lot of um, reactive instead of um, proactive Mm. with, with regards to this. And I think they're doing, I I really do think Sony's doing a great job behind the scenes because it seems like there's been a lot of hurdles for Xbox to do this acquisition. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. All Xbox is going to do is go buy somebody else. And then Sony may, maybe they'll try and buy Activision Blizzard. And if Sony buys Activision Blizzard, I truly hope everybody just says nothing about this. Yep. Because I, I truly do. Because the amount of people that are on one side or the other, I'm on neither side. I don't care. I don't care if Xbox gets it. I don't care if Sony gets it. I'm Everyone not going to play the game. Amazon. I don't care.
2: <laughs> just like they bought EA. No. Just like Amazon bought EA. jeez Yeah, Amazon bought I, I That was funny. I,
1: I have both consoles. I even have a Switch. I have a PC. Wherever the game is that I want to play, guess what? I'll just play it.
0: I, I just wish his response was more crafted. Function.
1: <laughs> because Owl-bungous, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure.
0: <laughs> well, because here's the thing. I He used this silly response of, well, since it's all out in the open, as a segue to talk about whatever he wants to talk about. You know, the man's not podcasting. He's not us. He can't just he- pull segues out of thin air. Like, that type of... I feel like that type of response should be going through, like, a process. To be, like, a little more... I don't want to say professional, but a little more, like, a thought out... To be like, is this the best approach? Should we be, like, it seems very, uh, it doesn't seem very genuine. I understand the purposes, but, like, the fact that you're like, whoa, since it's all out in the open, like, let me, like,
1: there's no gotcha moment that he was looking for. It, I Like I said, I think Shuhei would have done a better job. Um, anybody that was before, I, I just feel like Jim Ryan does a lot of spur the moment things. It's like he's just, like he he's coming he's coming at like you said, with the gotcha moment, there was no gotcha moment here it was you just said something that people already know. People were reporting last week that the s e c was like no nah, um we in I think it's in the u k they were like, we need to really look into this we're we're gonna we want you to to explain to us better um I think to be fair and and maybe this is what Jim Ryan wants, and this is probably what should happen. Let's be honest here, it's one of the biggest games out there. <laughs> Call of Duty should be always on all consoles and what will probably end up happening. And financially, I don't know why Microsoft wouldn't want this. It would make them a lot of money to have this game still on PlayStation, still on everything else. Yes. it will be on game pass, but like, I don't know why you would want to make this a console exclusive. To be honest, it makes too much money.
0: I bet they don't want it to be, but they want the contract to run out and then basically be like, we're going to give it free to our people and you can pay for it on PlayStation. That it's basically just another way to improve the brand. Um, just by saying, you know, we're going to continue to do this. Does it make sense financially? Yes. But your average gamer... Oh, and is Bobby, the, the closed-door like, oh, information cool. was
1: actually leaked by financial analysts, not by either Xbox or PlayStation. Um, all Phil Spencer did was say that he continued to keep... Phil Spencer said the exact same thing over and over and over and over again, but people just keep interpreting differently. And like I said... Phil has said some dumb things. Xbox has made some really stupid moves. PlayStation's made some really stupid moves. But as someone who owns both consoles, I don't care. And I'm not going to play Call of Duty. But I'm not going to pick a side here. I'm not going to say PlayStation's great and Xbox is great. I think both of them in this are slinging mud. I think Phil is just doing a better job of not getting his words interpreted as being negative and Hmm. Jim Ryan keeps stumbling and making everything he keeps saying is a negative. And he's he's just, unfortunately, this will be his legacy coming out of
2: this.
1: (laughs) When he's done at PlayStation, Jim Ryan's legacy will be that he only cared about US for that price increase, which is still crazy to me. Um, And then everybody else in the country, everybody else in the world got a price increase and that he fought publicly with phil spencer over and over again like both of them i I don't get it and the price increases so bunch of little babies they're like you know that you know that thing with um bart simpson and lisa simpson one is phil spencer and one is is jim ryan and they're just kicking and and moving their hands like this (laughs) because they're having a brother-sister fight and i I don't get it
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then nintendo's just sitting there with a pacifier in the background
1: Yeah, it, it it doesn't make any sense. No, Steam, okay. Steam's sitting back there just laughing, just like, what are you doing? Nintendo's and Nintendo's the room. parents. Nintendo doesn't. Nintendo, care. Nintendo doesn't even care. No. Nintendo's like, hey, Nintendo doesn't on have Splatoon Call of 3. Duty.
2: Yeah, they're like, hey, we're putting out Splatoon three in two days. <laughs> you can still play Call of
1: Duty on 3ds if you want. But I laugh when we see everything on the internet because everybody's always like Activision Blizzard. I'm like, Jim, they don't care about Diablo. They don't care about the Tony Hawk game. They don't care about any of that. They care about Call of Duty and that's it. And I think what's probably going to, what the SEC will probably go to Microsoft and say, you know what, here's here's how you're going to get your deal. You have to put in that this game here, Call of Duty, will always be on it. And then watch like a year later, uh, Sony buys uh, Rockstar and, and Grand Theft Auto. All of a sudden everybody's like, oh, that's fine. It's Sony. It's allowed. It it it's not Microsoft allowed. When big games like Grand Theft Auto, out. Call of Duty, none of those games should be exclusive. If, if Sony turns around at any point in time in the next couple of years and makes Destiny exclusive, shame on them. Shame on them. Wait, just wait for it. Or it's going to be like five-year timed exclusive. It just doesn't make any sense. You can't say one thing. Jim Ryan better be, make sure he's okay with this. He can't say everything he's saying right now and then turn around and do that with Destiny or turn around and do that with any studio that they go and purchase. Because no one can tell me that PlayStation does everything organically anymore. That doesn't work anymore. I don't want to hear it. That's not a real thing. Um, they all, go, all we're seeing right now is Microsoft and PlayStation having a pissing match in the schoolyard and seeing how many people they can buy. And unfortunately, in the Sony corner, Microsoft has a bigger package underneath and they can buy more. But maybe the SEC says, nah. No. That's not how it works. Maybe it'll turn out that they just keep buying every studio and all their games are available to buy. So like destiny is available free on PlayStation, but you have to buy it on Xbox. I think that's the future we're going to see where the Xbox game is free on their console. But if you want to play it on PlayStation, you got to pay for it.
2: And that's fine. fine. Yeah, that may, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Like th- there was a rumor. I think Phil Spencer came out and said that like, well, uh-huh. Bo- Bobby, I'm not, I'm not
1: comparing. I'm, I'm trying to use examples I, I'm just trying to, to use examples of, okay, Call of Duty is one of the biggest games in the world. I can't compare it to anything. Like, literally, you can't compare it to anything. It makes more money than, like, 50% of every game sales combined. I'm just saying the words Jim Ryan keeps using is, you can't do this, you can't do that. If they did that with any other game, he looks like a dum-dum.
2: That's all. Go, past, Sorry. Oh, no. I was just saying, uh... Shh. Where was I going with that? It's gone. Oh, I was going to say, uh, talking about the other games, like Phil Spencer was saying that there is a very good chance that you'll see like Diablo and World of Warcraft like free with Game Pass. That's and, 100% happening. And, and I wonder, and I have friends who play WoW, I don't play WoW, never got into it, uh, MMOs are like, not my thing, uh, but... It it would not surprise me if they're like, okay, you're paying $15 a month. A WoW subscription is $15 a month. It's just rolled into your Game Pass subscription. Right. Uh, Because we know Overwatch is going free-to-play. My guess is if this goes through, you'll have like your Game Pass perks where it's like you get five anniversary loot boxes, right? You get five golden boxes. You get whatever, uh, uh, Roadhog Master Chief skin. Uh, but then you also will have to go buy Diablo Four or whatever for PlayStation. It all it all makes sense. That's the smart play. Like I
1: I, I look at that's what I can't say I would do because I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not that rich and I've, I've not been in power. But if you look at the sales, your Diablos and everything like that, sure you make them exclusive to. PC and, and the only console you take them away from is PlayStation and and honestly, if they're doing that, they're only doing it out of spite because you could make money selling it to PlayStation. Yeah. But I don't see how you keep Call of Duty from you can't. PlayStation. Like, you can't. Like financially, it doesn't make sense. If you look at the sales, sales alone would make make you look like an idiot if you did that. But I think Pez is right. They're just gonna be like they'll let the deal end up and then they'll be like, all right how much money do you want to pay me to have it yeah we're gonna give it to you but we're gonna make it beg.
2: yeah well, yeah it'll be like you know y- your call of duty commercial will come on the super bowl and it'll say you know a day like play on game pass and then underneath it you'll get your whatever sony logo. logo and your whatever other steam logo or whatever launcher it's going to be on and then that'll be that and, uh, yeah, and you, as, a, you- as a ps5 person you will go pay 60 dollars for the game yeah, and that's it. And like
1: in Canada, it's ninety bucks, and is the reason I haven't bought a Call of Duty in years. I'm not paying ninety dollars for a multiplayer game, like I, I, just to get yelled at by like a twelve year old spewing obscenities with his mom in the background yelling at him. Like, I, is, I don't care.
2: It is satisfying when that happens in in Warzone. Let me tell you, get a like nice it, you, little nostalgia kick out of it. Like I said before, Game Pass is a very good deal, and
1: I and I think PlayStation Plus is a very good deal. I don't think the um, the PlayStation Three games on there are a very good deal, and you only need extra. You don't really need anything more than that, but um, I think that's the way of the future. What it's going to be, you know, PlayStation's games might not be rare. Right away, but eventually I don't see how they're not day and date on their service. Like I don't see how they're not. Like PlayStation can hold out till they're forever. But Microsoft right now has the money to do what they're mm-hmm. doing, but they also don't have the first party exclusives. PlayStation has the better first party exclusives. Way better. So that's why also when previous things that have all been let out to the public that the SEC has let out there, Jim Ryan pretty much like calling poverty and saying like they're not number one. They're number one. They have the best exclusive. They just released one of the best games I've played in the the last 10 years, which is The Last of Us. I'm going to platinum it tomorrow. And they're going to release God of War in November. And if that game's anything like the last one, they're going to kill the end of this year. And what what has Xbox done? They've released a very bad Halo, one of their biggest tentpole franchises. And they dropped a doo-doo. They dropped a doo-doo on this game.
2: Good old stinker. Actually, I would say the best uh, exclusive that Xbox has dropped in the past couple of years is Psychonauts. Forza,
1: do, uh, you know what? You, can, uh, you can't get you. You know, I love that game. It was so good. Forza Horizon, that game's amazing too. It, it, the Forza Horizon is a ton of fun. But so, Halo, ooh, Halo, stuck. it's bad, and you can't do that. And that's one thing Sony does well when they have their big, big tentpole franchises like your Call of Duties, your uh, not Call of Duties, Jesus, see, look at me, your Uncharted, <laughs> your your Last of Us, your. Your, any any of the big games, God of War, they they put out a good game. Mm. Xbox has got to start doing the same. Hopefully, they do it with Fable because if they put out a bad Fable, I'm gonna be uh, angry.
2: Bury, bury that franchise. I Seriously. think it's on life support as it is. Because when was Fable three came out? When
1: Xbox three hundred and sixty.
2: Yeah, I was, yeah, I was gonna say what fifteen years ago maybe. Xbox three
1: hundred and sixty and near the end of the life cycle, so they they need to start putting out good games because right now Sony does put out better games so that's why Sony can still charge people for the games and we're going to pay for them because they're good games but if Xbox starts putting out really good games and putting those on Game Pass like if Starfield killed it say Starfield you know gets 9s out of 10s out there I'm not saying it will it looks like a very long game but say Starfield gets 9s out of 10s and then Fable gets a 9 out of 10 and you have a 2 year period where Sony still drops amazing games. Uh, we get probably Ghost of Tsushima 2 in the next two years. We're going to probably see it soon or something like that. Yeah. We get all those games, but Xbox continues to put out bangers. Sony might have to start giving day and date for their first party games on their service.
2: And maybe by that time, Breath of Wild 2 will be out, but I doubt it.
0: <laughs> so I know we talked a little bit about the games for Sony um and Microsoft, but recently there's been a lot of news about controllers. Um mm-hmm. not just for the Xbox Elite Series 3 controller. Um we kind of know what Series the, two Series two. Mm-hmm. And also on um, PlayStation um has the dual sense edge. So sexy a thing. Both of them, I mean I, I feel like it's really nice to see um first party like involvement for like pro controllers. So in the past, it was really um, like you could get like a third party one. Like I have one um, for a PlayStation um, yeah, like that a scuff or... scuff at, with the back pedal or yeah. the back pads and things like that. Or um, PlayStation. Did it, yeah. PlayStation 3 had a back pedal attachment that you could add mm-hmm. uh, I didn't really, near the I didn't very really like. end of the life cycle. I didn't love it. I tried to use it with NHL. But that was it. Yeah, the it, it was like this. You plug it in the bottom, and it gets like one giant paddle that has two inputs, and it was yeah. kind of weird. But the fact that they're coming out with like proprietary ones, I'm really excited about. Um, what are your, both of your thoughts on you know the new controllers? Um, at least you know more involved ones. Are there any features that interest you? Are you folks going to be getting one?
2: So I'm going to start with the the DualSense Edge because the DualSense is my favorite controller of all time. Initially. That was held by the Switch Pro controller, which is a very good controller, but the dual sense is so much better. Uh stop moving on. Uh, I gotta stop talking with my hands. Um I am, never change. I am probably not I know I move I'm like Uh it's the Italian side of my family, I'm sorry. Um I am I, did a leprechaun eat the italians i think the dual sense uh yeah they locked him up and they just bit by bit just kept chewing away at him. uh since i don't consider myself like a competitive gamer i'm like if this was 10 years ago yeah i probably would have bought i probably would have bought one you know because uh, as i'm like ripping through call of duty on a friday night because i was a modern warfare and modern warfare 2 scrub and that's literally all my friends and I played was call of duty. I would have bought something like this. Now, I don't think I I game enough competitive, competitively that changing my stick caps are going to mean anything. You know what I mean? Or like to me uh if I'm playing the show online cuz really like the only sports game I play online maybe NHL for like a month before I start to hate it again. Um none of that None of the uh, left and right triggers underneath wrong. the controller do anything for me. Even when I play Warzone now, or even when I play Fortnite now, I don't feel like uh, I play competitively competitively enough to get that advantage. So I think they're awesome looking. I love that it's coming in with a. Uh, I love that it's coming out with a USB braided cable, so it doesn't get caught under chairs. So uh, no, no, that it already does. So
1: I have that. Right here in my hand, oh, so this is the ew. um elite, the halo one, Sheesh. the Master Chief oh, okay. Elite controller. It's a braided cable, it's amazing. I actually use it for my PlayStation. I this is the only cable I use now because it's so long, it's USB C, so I use it for everything. So when I'm playing, when I was playing Spider Man on my PC, that's how I hook my PC up. It's a very good cable, beautiful, it it's a here in its cable, cable spot. Um, I think I agree 100% with Pez. As someone who has one of these controllers, I have the Elite Series Two, the Halo Edition. You can't use it for MLB the Show. As someone who plays MLB the Show on PlayStation and on Xbox, the paddles get in the way when you're swinging the 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 the, the bat. It, it feels weird, and I don't like using it. It is very cool when I'm playing a game that is a first-person shooter or such, because you can change the way the reaction is on the the uh, the triggers, so you can have it so you hit them sooner so you have a better reaction on it. It's very cool if you want to change the sticks, actually. For NHL, probably Waba, you would like it because you can raise the sticks. You can have a better feel on it. Mm -hmm. Um, But do you need it? No. Are they awesome? Yes, but they aren't awesome for every game. So it depends on how you play. I'm not a competitive player, so I probably won't get another Elite controller um, because I have it on my Xbox, and it's downstairs, and I use... This controller more than anything else, mm-hmm. which is the 20th anniversary. It's yeah. got the grips, and I like the feel of it. You but took it out of the box, man? Come on. Stop it.
2: Don't worry. Well, I do love right
1: my Dual Sense. Will I get an Edge? Maybe. If, if friends over at uh, PlayStation Canada want to send me one? Okay. You want to send me uh, Send us three. I will. I will definitely use it, but I don't see any game that I need it for. But if you were a competitive player in Call of Duty, Overwatch, Mm. any of those games, I 100% totally understand why you would need it, especially for the triggers, because I tried out Call of Duty on the Xbox with it, and yeah, I can shoot quicker because I barely have to touch the trigger to shoot. Right.
2: Yeah, that's why like scuff was so big. Uh, My brother got one no no that's a is like true or something like that like he bought one at like a pax the last time we went to PAX East pre-covid um so like again when we went when we were playing call of duty like yeah i would have bought i would have bought an elite not the elite two core but the elite two the 180 one or the dual sense uh edge 100 percent now
1: and they did a smart thing with this—the um, new Elite Series Two Black and White Edition. You don't get the paddles and everything with it, so you can either buy it by itself. So you just want it for the triggers and such. For so for those Call of Duty people, it kind of makes sense. Or if you want to be a pro gamer, I guess you can buy the the core set with the charger and so on and so forth after the fact for seventy nine ninety nine Canadian. So I think it's fifty nine ninety nine US. And the controller is $129.99 US, and it's $159.99 Canadian. It's expensive as sin.
0: So what I like about these the most, um, so I, for those of you, I mean, you can maybe see, yeah, I actually put rubber covers on top of my sticks because I think the sticks on the PlayStation controller are so brittle. Um, I get about 10 pairs of these for $2. They get shipped over from God knows where. And I, they wear out, um, you know, they have like little raised thumb things on it. And the reason is because when I used to play NHL, you would have to mash down on, um, what is it? The left stick or sprint. And it was actually cutting up the layer of the stick. So I found myself needing to replace controllers, not because of like the functionality, but because the stick stunk mm-hmm. like that sentence. So what I like about these is now I might actually be able to use some, there's going to be customization on them. Um, one, I'm assuming they're going to be more durable and two, I can just buy a bucket of. Um brand new sticks, so instead of having to replace a full controller, you can replace components and you know for other people, you know regardless of the game if you play one game all the same, if you play a lot of video games, you might start to see certain parts of your controller wear down, whether that's a button whether it's a stick, whether that's a trigger, or maybe like me, you're an idiot one day and you drop your controller and now uh overwatch uh constantly fires because you mashed in the right st- or the right uh trigger so now you can start to replace certain components, and I think that's really cool. Um, granted you have to pay a higher premium in order for that to happen but I'm, I'm really looking forward to that um i also think too with back triggers it gives people more of a flexibility in terms of like i said playing nhl you see some people god i saw this threads people were posting their fingers like they have like bumps because their fingers are a little warped from years of playing this silly game um, because you have to handle like, like do things in a certain way, and I don't want that, so instead of putting so much stress on your hands, especially as you get older because we're all boomers, um that can be another way so I'm planning on mapping uh the sprint button l three to a trigger that I push on the button and it's gonna actually relieve some of the stress so instead of uh pushing forward on the left stick and having to move, now I can just move without that like stress on my thumb um I yeah. don't have. Digit issues, but I imagine that there are people out there who may.
1: And I know this is weird. But one of my favorite things about the DualSense is this pad in the middle. And do you know why? As someone who plays a lot of open world games, it's my map. The map. I press the button yep. and it's my map. When I so just recently I was playing um Assassin's Creed Black Flag on my Xbox. Because I've already finished it on my PlayStation, so I was like, oh, I'll just go get the achievements. I wanted to play something different. Like I told you, I was I've been playing the show and I I got burnt out. I uh was lucky enough to get Last of Us from PlayStation Canada, and I finished it. And I was like, "Oh my god, I I missed these type of games. I've been only playing MLB the Show." So I went back in, and every time I have to press the three line button to bring up my map, it frustrates the living daylights out of me. And I don't know why that it's just so much easier. Just to be like, "Boop, my map. It's my map button. It's the same, but it feels different." Does that make sense? I I I, I agree with Pez the. The comfort of the DualSense. Um, I I do get the form fit of the Xbox controller. I think they're both very good controllers. Um, I just wish they both we could just have a pro controller. That's the controller that it comes with.
0: What I what I also like about these controllers, and again, not from like a pro gamer stance, but speaking, are you like, a pro gamer? I mean, I did make one top one. Uh, top one. Uh, was it one twenty eight in NHL two years ago? Not that, I'm, not that I'm hanging my hat on that
2: Sheet. or anything.
0: I'm like that guy who like could have gone to state if they just put me in in high school football. Yeah, your uncle, yeah you know? you're
2: Uncle Rico.
0: So, you know, I'm Rico. kind of a big deal. <laughs> but um, talking to friends of the stream, or friends of the show, uh, Marcus McCracken, um, he and I had a big discussion on accessibility um, over on my channel. And I feel like... You have a channel? Believe it or not.
1: YouTube.com I just Wabas. gave you a segue to to plug your channel but I took it uh,
0: Pez, I knew Pez was coming in with the assist with the Slam dunk. But um oh, he talked man, about man. so he talked about there are some people with the uh, mobility challenges and you know being able to map a controller, being able to use um certain buttons a certain way, like that can make like a big difference. So I like I, I like having learned a little bit about that from him, I think that's also another benefit you can see from these. Granted they are a little more expensive, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. When I heard what the <laughs> the dual sense would cost? I kind of double tagged. Um probably more so cuz I'm cheap.
2: What? But, but I I haven't read a cost. What are we looking at? Isn't it like 130? Or what? Uh,
0: the dual sense uh the edge?
2: Edge? Yeah, did not surprise me. Yeah. The Elite 2 is 180 one, 180. God, it's so ridiculous. But I understand
0: why, but I'm going to get it. I'm gonna get it. So you
1: know, but you waba, you play a game that makes sense to like only the, one of the biggest features I use my um, Elite Series Two uh, Halo Edition is because you can map buttons. So I can map the share button better, that's so that I can cool. have it can I can also have take screenshots and I can take videos just by pressing a button instead of having to hold it down or doing that thing. I just press buttons because I can put them on the paddles. So I have my 15. Like I can just I use the paddles on the back to do shares. Like that's what. That's I actually use a really for. good idea. So for content creators, it's great. But like I said, um, eh, I I did notice it's better when I played NHL. I have better response time.
0: I need all the response time I can get. You will. It it will give you an edge.
2: Oh my gosh, that was so good. Good.
0: Any other final
1: topics from you boys? Uh, I I want want to talk about Ubisoft, but we have the Ubisoft Forward this Saturday, and we have the Disney Showcase on Friday, so we can just talk about it next week.
0: Awesome. Um, One thing I do want to talk about, um, and it has to do with charity, so make sure to stick around. Um, The Jimmy Fund. um, Jimmy Fund Let's Game reached out to um, us to do some work with them. And uh, for those who don't know, the Jimmy Fund is a huge... Uh, charity in boston um the funds go to helping you know children um who are you know sick ill but it's definitely one of probably the best charities that um are near and dear to bostonians hearts um all the donations the jimmy fund goes to dana farber cancer institute and their fight against cancer so like if you don't know like if you've been to a red sox game it's everywhere um they used to have a banner up there i think before like budweiser took over that section but anyway they reached out to us and during the month of september they're doing a big um fundraiser and we're going to be a part of that so we actually have a three dads in a console team um right now it's pez and myself if there's any other content creators who are interested in doing that please reach out to me um you can find me on twitter you can even just post in the comments or um, i just donated money because i can't stream Court Court did. So Courts actually were the number we ha, I don't I have to check the leaderboard, but right? I think we you put us at number 1, which is actually kind of cool um for a good long bit, but um we are each going to have different um goals on our channels. Um I'm going to be doing a charity stream this month. I'm going to probably be having different goals. I know one of them is going to be watching <laughs> Uh, my wife Queen play a weird game that I found from these like French folks who tweeted at me when they saw a clip of my. It's it's gonna be if
1: anybody donates five hundred dollars, Pez will play Resident Evil in VR. I mean, yeah, well, But this is gonna have some. <laughs> so crazy will Waba. So if deal. you donate five hundred dollars, Waba will play it, and Pez will play VR Resident Evil. Let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. But- no, for five hundred dollars, Waba, you will do that.
0: I do know that we are going to be getting some game codes. Um, they not cry. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't make it five minutes. But um, the Jimmy Fun, uh, they do have some uh, contacts who are going to be getting some certain game codes. Um, so I'm going to be giving those away. Pez, you'll get a sign up for those too. Um, so it's going to be, it, there's a lot of other creators doing it. So, you know, follow them on Twitter. It's, off um, to find their Twitter, but like you find us. Um, we're going to put our link to our team in the below if you want to donate, if you want to find more information. Um, We're going to be adding more information, you know, as time goes on. We're going to be streaming this month. Um, We're going to be having, you know, all the overlays and where you can learn more. Um, So it's Jimmy Fun Let's Game. It's JF Let's Game um, on Twitter. You can find more information about them and other streamers who are um, who are taking part of it. So um, I don't think we've ever done a charity type event. And I this is actually the first one I've been a part of. Um, I actually got to go to a meetup. Um, at the Harpoon Brewery in Boston. Um, and I got to meet the staff there and I got to meet other streamers taking part. And it was really cool. And I told people, yeah, I got a lot of information from people because I told them I'm selfish. I don't typically do this. But when I saw Jimmy Fund, it's a cause that I believe in enough, especially being from Boston, that um, I definitely wanted to get involved. So it's a lot, a lot of great people. The people running it are super cool. Um, and yeah, please check it out. Whether it's on my channel, Pez's channel or another person's, um, please consider donating. Any little bit is going to help. Um, you can do- donate to other, as myself. You could donate to our team's goal, and just know that it's going to uh, a good cause. And if you want to learn more about the Jimmy Fund um, or Dana Farber Cancer Institute, please, please, please check it out.
2: That's all uh, we got. Everything, everything, Wamba
0: well said. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> thank you. So that's all we got. Um, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us today. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Again, please, um, you know, make sure to rate us. On iTunes or your podcast platform of choice, check us out on YouTube. You can hang out with us live, just like Robbie Bobby Miller did. Shout out for He's hanging awesome. out with us,
1: Robbie Bobby Miller, us, awesome dude. Great. He plays MLB the Show addictively. He also plays the Division Two. He's like Pez. He is like our lost brother that we didn't He's know. One of us.
2: He, <laughs> he literally one of us. he
1: plays all the games we play. <sighs> oh, we, we
2: and you can interact with us live.
0: <laughs> so check us out on YouTube.com/slash Three Dads in a Console, and you can watch us live every Wednesday.
2: Thank you all again, and we'll see you in the next episode.
1: Bye!